0: Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers Podcast. I'm Mike.
1: And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet smoky food with the world.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of fat guys with smokers i'm john here with mike yo yo how we doing mike
0: dude i'm i'm so good
1: (laughs) we were just watching uh (laughs) tiktoks and instagram reels that we've almost lost ourselves laughing over it was
0: uh, yeah one of those where you like start coughing halfway through the laugh and it's like what's happening to my
1: body (laughs) (laughs) in uh in one of them somebody was pouring gasoline i have to assume <laughs> into a uh into a ex's car
0: a lover scorned
1: and if you i and look i can see how this could happen because if if you've never lit gasoline on fire before sure yeah like even in an open air like situation like you pour you pour a cup of gas on on a bunch of wood and you throw like, it's highly vault-like. It, yeah.
0: You get the... Quite combusting.
1: Well, they took this, looked like they would broken a window, <laughs> dumped a two-gallon can of gas into the car, and then tried to light it with one of those, like, barbecue trigger lighters. Uh-huh. <laughs> and got <laughs> thrown against the car next to the-
0: huge explosion oh man that was pretty funny
1: yeah they uh learned a little bit about pressure and you know
0: and that's the message today john gas blows up it I, does not just burn it,
1: uh it travels to the point of least resistance and
0: indeed in that case it was That person's head. It was the open window (laughs) that it locked It was a violent, like, bam, right against... Oh, man. Oh, good
1: good times.
0: Anyway, check that out. That was pretty funny. I tell you, man, I realize that it's probably going to end the world and society as we know it. But these short little videos on Instagram Reels and TikTok, dude, people are hilarious. Like... I they're, love it.
1: They're hilarious. And my I sent this t- video to Spencer mm-hmm. and he sent back like the perfect question. Like I was just dying laughing. He's like, they just they just like recorded it? Yeah
0: like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like somebody's just like, just, ooh, let's see what happens here instead of like maybe a, call the police. Yeah, call or, the
1: police. <laughs> stop them. Yeah, maybe like, say,
0: hey, wait, you probably don't want to do that. That's a bad idea. That's a valid Valid point, Spencer. Well said. Yeah, he's
1: a better person than I am. Yeah. Because I just laughed really hard. Yeah.
0: That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, well, what's been going on, John? What you been cooking?
1: Uh I cooked a little bit over the weekend. Me too. What'd you do? Um first <laughs> I did a frozen apple pie.
0: Oh yeah. Dude. <clears throat> I partook of this goodness.
1: Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> while I was in Tampa, met a, met a guy there that he's like, oh, you're into, you're into smoking. I was wearing my Hayden barbecue hat, which I lost no less than three times into the water Oh um, wow. while we were running around on the boat, came back. We rescued it every time. Nice. Um, I think my captain was ready to just leave it the last <laughs> time, but, um, <clears throat> He's like, oh, yeah, my favorite thing to do is apple pie. And, like, I've done apple pie before, mm-hmm. but I did, like, homemade apple pie, and um, it was a caramel apple pie, which is ridiculously that good. Sounds
0: phenomenal. Um,
1: but, like, it was such a work. He's like, oh, no, 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 He's like, go get a Dutch apple pie, like a frozen Murray Calendars Dutch apple pie. Put it on for an hour at 400. Put the crumb on, let it go for 10 minutes. And is the best apple pie, you'll ever have in your life. Mm. And if it wasn't the best, it was darn near the best,
0: dude. It was really good. So did you do a big one, or because it seemed like in the video it was just a little, yeah, it's like little, personal one. Is that what it no, was? No,
1: it was a normal, pie okay, size, normal like size pie, ten inch, whatever it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was eight bucks at Smiths, and, and just
0: pop it out and put it on can't get easier than that
1: yep there's a great instagram reel if anyone wants to go look at it comment Mm. share please please Um,
0: comment at least let us know that living (laughs) humans are seeing these and not just i don't know robots
1: yeah but no it was really good like i was texting clay i was like dude
0: (laughs) this is awesome it was you brought me some and it was phenomenal
1: yeah i'm not gonna lie i brought you I brought you part of the pie because I was worried I was going to sit there and eat the whole thing. Yeah, well. And I figured if you had a quarter of the pie, that was a quarter less of the pie I was going to
0: eat. Yeah, that quarter of the pie was gone real quick, and it was not shared. So, (laughs) thank you, but.
1: (laughs) Haley's like, that's a big piece. I was like, well, I don't know if Whitney likes pie or not. no.
0: No, that was all me, man. So Divine.
1: That was wicked good.
0: It looked good. And easy. I like that. Yeah. You just pop it on sometimes we overcomplicate things like something that simple Mm -hmm. set it and forget it
1: yep and then uh on sunday yeah simple like i've really been trying to keep sunday meals simple Mm because it's so easy to like blow them up and do like big elaborate things
0: Mm -hmm. and then you're cooking all day and the one day you (laughs) have with your family you don't even see them because you're cooking and
1: yeah. yeah so did pork tenderloins so Pork loins are like the big eight dollar ones mm-hmm. um, at Costco. Pork tenderloins are the little. Normally, it looks like a two pack, but each of those has two in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like fifteen yeah. dollars next to the big pork loins at at Costco or Sam's. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did did those and did baked potatoes, and then I did Brussels sprouts.
0: You do baked potatoes on the smoker. I did. I've never done that. I've wanted to ever since Demeron suggested it. I just never have.
1: Yeah. We, uh, and I don't know, it's starting to get colder, which we're going to talk about cold here in a little bit. Love it. Um, but during the summer, we really try not to use the oven in the house Mm -hmm. at all. Um, so yeah, we oiled, salted the potatoes, put them out on the smoker. um, they were out there for probably about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the great thing about a potato. Like,
0: Yeah, just let it go.
1: It's pretty hard to overcook a potato. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were out there between 375, 400 the whole time. Um, but put those out there. And then while those were on the top rack, on the bottom rack, I was doing uh, Brussels sprouts. Mm. So. Nice. They were so good. I do love some Brussels sprouts. My old family's like, ew, gross. Brussels sprouts. I was like, it's my birthday. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'll like, decide. <clears throat> like, I'm picking Brussels sprouts. They're delicious. And Haley said, I don't know. They kind of taste like, a, like broccoli farted. I was like, <laughs> you have never been more of a boy mom in your entire what life.
0: Interesting. Analogy, I like uh, it.
1: I mean, she's not wrong. Is yeah. the problem? I
0: can, I can see that. I can that's see it, but like, it I sense. freaking love them. Yeah.
1: Um, and then I was gonna do those pork tenderloins on the smoker, but I just ran out of time. It was starting to get cold and windy, and things weren't cooking quite the way I wanted to. So I did the tenderloins on my gas grill. Nice. Threw my smoke tube in there to give them a little smoky flavor, but. They were
0: not fabulous, huh? Those pretty hot and fast when you cook them.
1: Yeah, I mean, in the smoker, I normally run them at three seventy five, four hundred. So that's kind of what I did over on the on the Weber. Just rolled them every couple of minutes, and
0: they were pretty good. Right on, right on.
1: So, what about you? What have you been cooking?
0: I did so. I did tri tip. Um, we hosted Whitney's family, so I got a couple, a couple tri tips. and was planning on just throwing them on the grilla and sitting and forgetting, and just kind of enjoying it. And freaking Mosby again, again. And I have a shield. Like I bought this <clears throat> mesh, like this metal mesh, chewed right through it. So I'm very upset about this. But anyway, so I actually just grabbed my Weber and did kind of a two zone fire. Mm-hmm. It worked really good. Uh, I just Put them on. I kind of did a reverse sear, so put them on the the side without the coal. So when I say two zone fire, I mean all the charcoal is on half of the Weber kettle, and I put the grate on, and then put the meat over the side without the charcoal, oh. um, and just so indirect kind of cooking, and just kind of let it come up to. I think I brought it up to like one uh, twenty or one thirty, and then I flipped it over on the side with the heat and seared it off um turned out really good like delicious and i used uh holy cow which dude holy cow on beef man bomb and then i used uh malcolm reed's steak rub on it too nice. so but yeah it turned out really good i like to slice it like really really thin across the grain and tri-tip has two grains it does so you kind of gotta switch it halfway through but it was good. It was really good. Good time was had by all. Nice. So, freaking mows. I don't know what to do, man. I'm going to have to get like that electrical conduit and just run it that way or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. You tried the bitter apple spray and stuff.
0: I should try that. I haven't tried to deter. I've just <coughs> tried to armor. I should do that.
1: Yeah, I did that uh to- I did that to Beans. He was chewing on his bed, so I put it on his bed, mm-hmm. and he went to chew on it. And he was, did not like it, mm. so but, it worked. Yeah, except then he was scared of his bed and didn't want to get on. <laughs> he it. never wanted to go back. <laughs> so we've uh, we had to we had to work on that again.
0: But it worked. Huh? I'll have to I'll have to oh, give yeah. that a shot. I've seen that. I just haven't tried it.
1: Yeah. No. It, remind me of you can take the stuff upstairs.
0: Right. Really? Might. Might yeah.
1: do. But. Uh, Friggin' dogs.
0: Yeah. Love them, but. And Duke was, my other dog was past this point. Like, he's such a good dog and just chill, doesn't make messes anymore. And we're kind of like, what were we thinking, getting a new puppy and having to relive this again? But they're good dogs. They make me happy.
1: Pheasant season's almost here and you'll remember. That's
0: true. That is true.
1: But uh, to be pheasant season, it means it has to be cold. Indeed. And it's been kind of miserable. The. I love it. I know. I do too. <laughs> we uh, although we went to went to a football game last night. Charlie had the seven thirty slot.
0: Oh wow. Um. That's late. Were there
1: lights? Yeah, I was say,
0: can't even see.
1: Like it. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Like it's fun. I
0: remember Damon did that one year. It was fun.
1: I would Ray, Way rather watch football in the cold than when it's, like, baking hot yeah, outside. Sure. sure. Um, and, yeah, the power's been flickering around here. Mm-hmm. Which, that happened to me on the pie.
0: Oh, really? It it Did was it one shut of those, your like, grill off completely?
1: Uh, it didn't shut it off, but it reset it. Really? Like, it was out for, I don't know, 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I had to go back out. I'm really glad. So, Traeger... When they redid their controller, and they I think they call them D2 controllers now, mm-hmm. um, they planned for that. So you oh, can really? restart it hot.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah. The old ones you... Otherwise, you just got to start
0: uh, from the beginning, right?
1: Yeah. Which was a real pain in the butt. Yeah. Mm. Um, anyways, it did the same thing, and it shut the lights off at the park. Mm. And there are those big sodium vapor lights that... Take forever paper.
0: to warm up, and
1: well, yeah. When they shut off, like it takes them ten minutes to go through a shutdown cycle, and then it takes ten, fifteen minutes to get them up and bright. And mm-hmm. man, everyone was freaking out. I'm just like sitting there, like, just wait,
0: <laughs> it'll be, just fine. wait.
1: <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, they finally came up, but it was cold and kind of rainy. And mm-hmm. man, we came home and I put on sweats and a hoodie and
0: put on some warm jammies.
1: Yeah, dude crashed in bed with those on dude woke up in the middle of the night had to take my sweatshirt off Always but yeah it's uh i love this like kind of oh, walk out in the morning and it's a little chilly yes and, i
0: love it fall is my favorite time of year like it's beautiful and it's fat. i think malcolm reed once said it's fat guy weather like we are nope. finally
1: comfortable. <laughs> we're su- no
0: longer just sweating everywhere we go no matter what we're doing. So Yeah, it's it's fan. nice
1: when walking in from my car to the office. I'm not just like
0: Yeah, exactly. You're trying to air up. out exactly. I get that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Have to strategically pick your shirt so that you can't see the the sweat mm-hmm. stains through.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Grays are dangerous. You got to avoid the grays.
1: Grays blues. Yeah. Yep. But what uh we're going to talk about I guess two things like one mm-hmm. what do you like to cook when it's cold? Mm-hmm. And then cold and cooking don't always go well together. Yeah.
0: There's some challenges that come with it. So, yeah, so we'll talk about that. Uh should we start with what we like to cook? Yeah, what do you like? Well, we were kind of talking about this. We cooked a chili. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: I did a a chuck roast. Uh, and I got the idea from Malcolm Reed. He used, uh, I believe he used just leftover brisket that he threw in his chili. I didn't have any leftover brisket. So I cooked a chuck roast, um, and like the night before smoked it, cubed it up, put it in the fridge and then made a chili the next day, just in a Dutch oven out on the smoker and holy cats, like it was probably the best chili that I've ever had. Use that meat church seasoning mm-hmm. that we talked about. Like, oh my gosh, it was, it was stupid good to use your phrase.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think the the Malcolm Reed recipe and the meat church recipe. I gotta find my longer cord here. I'm gonna pull my headphones off. Um, I think their chili recipes are pretty similar. But,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too.
1: Uh, yeah, using leftover brisket. Yeah, that meat church chili rub. Is just out of this world.
0: Well, I was doing a bunch of research on how I could make my own, and I had this list of forty-five ingredients, and I can't—I think I had to call you for pellets. And was like, "Hey," and you were like, "Dude, take this chili mix and see what see what you think." And oh my gosh, yeah, it was phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I started out in barbecue like wanting to make my own rubs and Mm -hmm. like like. Meat Church just gets it, man. Dude. He does so good with them. And the chili rub. That chili... Like, I don't believe soup is a meal. Stew is just kind of like a souped up soup. Sure. Um, I will make that chili in the middle of July hmm. to eat because it's so good.
0: Oh, man. It's good. And to your point, like you were saying... They like we just kinda use meat church stuff or whatever. We've talked about like we're pretty busy. Like I'd love one day to be experimenting with rubs. But right now the time that we have is so limited, like I'm gonna use what I like and what other people create and and it works. So
1: Yeah. Well and it's super good. It uh you can add more or take mm-hmm. some away like if it to control the heat. We're yeah. like most of the time we do it pretty mild. I don't want to, like, light my kids on fire. Right. I made one batch that was, like, so hot. Like, I was telling you, like, I I don't get heartburn. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I put it in my mouth, and I was like, oh, I'm going to pay for this later. <laughs> and ate, like, three bowls. Like, it was just so
0: delicious. Well, that's how I did it. I used that chili, and then I was following a recipe where they just took, like, some chipotle peppers and adobo sauce and just kind of crushed them Ooh, yeah. up and threw it in. It was so good, but I mean, seriously. As soon as I ate it, I know exactly what you're talking about because you can just feel it. Like, oh, this. I'm gonna pay for this.
1: Yeah, you do that, and it's. Uh, what's the old saying? It's so nice it bites you twice. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say you pay, you feel the heat twice on those
0: on those ones. It's good though.
1: Oh, that's funny.
0: But yeah. yeah, chili. What else? What else do you make?
1: Yeah, I love chili verde.
0: Oh, yeah, you've talked about this. I've never made this. I've oh, heard man. you talk about it.
1: So Chili verde, um, do it a lot with pulled pork, like leftover pulled pork. But mm-hmm. if you don't have that, just like cube up some pork loin and brown it off. And then you build a gravy with um, like a normal roux and you build a pork gravy, but it's got um, green chilies in it. Most of the time, I use Anaheim. If I can get them, I use Hatch. Um, and then, like it's a it's a Hispanic dish, right? It's mm-hmm. Mexican food um, that we eat it over potatoes, we eat it over rice. Um, you can make burritos. You can make enchiladas out of it.
0: Is it kind of like chili, where you just set it and let it just kind of all the Low flavors slow just and work it together,
1: together and? and, and um, mm. Yeah, but it's man, I just love it. You roast off the chilies and you get that smoky flavor into the chilies. Mm-hmm. Right? And I've started even putting like a couple of jalapenos in it to really amp up the spice. Mm-hmm. That like I could eat those two things all winter long and just be f- fat and sassy. <laughs>
0: just getting fat and sassy. Yeah. I could uh, I could get on board with that, dude. I put chili on a lot of stuff. So I worked the lunchroom at school. And on days where we have chili, like, we, put, I put chili, like, I don't know. Maybe this is gross and people are going to be disgusted. But So, I swipe everybody's cards and once the kids are done, it's second lunch. And so, they're like, yeah, just take what you want. And so, I will get, like, corn dogs and take the sticks out and dump chili on it. Dude, it's, like, one of my favorite things. I support that. But I put chili on everything, so... I could get on board with just making a crap ton and eating it on different things for the rest of the yeah, night. Dude. But have, have you ever had a white chicken chili? Mm-hmm. My mom makes one, and I was just sitting here thinking as you were talking about your your chili verde. I wonder if I can make that work in a Dutch oven on the smoker. Oh yeah, and get a little smoke to it. Hundred percent. Oh can. dude,
1: that sounds phenomenal. I'm
0: gonna have to try that.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm a big fan of white chili. Ah oh, man, me too. What does she put in hers? Uh,
0: I mean, chicken, obviously. I know there's hominy in it. I think she puts corn in it. I can't remember. I haven't had it for so long. I need to ask her. I know she just made it, but she didn't save me any, so that was rude. huh? I think so.
1: Man, yeah. I haven't had hominy. Yeah. I mean, I normally have hominy once a year, and that's on New Year's when my dad and I go get a... Uh... Oh, and now I can't think of what it is. Manulo, there you go.
0: I don't know what that is. It, uh, you could have said anything right there, and I no. would have been like, Med- oh, neat.
1: So, manulo, it's a, it's a Mexican soup that's got tripe in it.
0: Oh. Ooh.
1: Yeah, it's I I don't know if I could do that. I'm one, glad you two enjoy that. It's tradition more than anything. Yeah. Like, I had a lot of tripe on my mission. Did you? A lot of tripe <laughs> that kind of burned me out, but... I still eat it. Yeah,
0: I mean, I've had it before, and I will eat it. The consistency drives me nuts, and thinking yeah. about what it is, I can't do. I just have to pretend it's yeah. I don't so know.
1: for anyone that's driving and doesn't want to Google it, tripe is cow stomach.
0: And I feel and correct me if I am wrong because obviously you've had more of it than me, but I feel like it looks like, like, I, how would you even describe how it looks? It almost looks like a brush.
1: Like, it can like but, well, if if you've like if it's been prepared like it's normally cut pretty small that it you can't that you tell, don't notice it too much if you if you get big chunks of it it's uh like the edge of lasagna noodles that like wavy texture mm-hmm. all over a piece of meat yeah that's solid like it yeah it's gross looking it is it's got a weird texture, but it's uh it's tradition. It's traditional. So hmm.
0: see if Hmong people used to make pho all the time and they'd put tripe in it. It took some getting used to for me, but after a while it was like this is fine, I guess. But, yeah. But kind of the same deal, like a soup that just it's kind of a traditional Vietnamese soup. It's yeah. good though.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um But so cooking in the cold is different
0: yeah it hits different as the kids would say yeah it's mid
1: it's mid Uh, i don't know what that means
0: i dude i'm learning so many new words i try them out all the time giving main character i learned that yesterday
1: giving me is this is a family show is that appropriate yeah oh yeah it
0: means like you're being a diva like you're giving main character vibes right now oh you know yeah, I just learned that today.
1: Well, so. I kinda wanna be the main character.
0: I know, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But yeah. They use it as like a put down for somebody who's being like a drama
1: queen, I guess. I don't know. What's wrong with just calling them a drama queen?
0: <sighs> Dude, you can't do that. Can't do that anymore. That's so boomer. Uh, boomer? Yeah.
1: Boomer. These kids don't their grandparents are boomers. I, don't know.
0: I uh I found a chat GPT I can say, "Hey, can you write this in Gen Z vernacular?" <laughs> it's hilarious. I've started sending some emails to other teachers like that. <laughs> They're big fans. <laughs> it was awesome. It was like, like I was just talking about a girl today. I was just saying, like, it was her special ed teacher. She's like, "Hey, can you just let me know how she's doing?" I just said, "Yeah, she's doing great. She's good to ask me questions." And then I put it through that, and it was like, "Oh, she's got mad." focus in my class and she always slides into my dms for help and i was like just let the record show there is no sliding into dms she just asked
1: (laughs) anyway that's pretty funny
0: it's a good time
1: well when i'm at the court testifying (laughs) on behalf of your character yeah
0: anyway cooking in the cold
1: what do you do because when we're cooking we want things to get hot
0: right it and, can be a struggle, and
1: that's different than being cold.
0: Well, I think one of my favorite tips, and I feel like the most economical tip I've ever heard was from you about your welding blanket.
1: Yeah, I'm and a I feel big like you've talked it. about
0: it before, but tell us about the welding blanket.
1: Yeah, so we put this on, on Instagram and Facebook, and Eric um, Bud shouted this out too. Yeah, he, you can buy these really nice insulated covers.
0: Yeah, and they're built for your grill, and they fit it really good.
1: And they look awesome mm-hmm. and they're great. Um, as a poor, starving guy that wanted to get into barbecue and his wife was already mad at how much money he had spent. <laughs> I hear that. Um, <clears throat> and I don't even remember what blog it was I was reading, but someone was talking about a welding blanket. And like welding blankets, they're flame retardant. They high heat resistance. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had been like putting towels over my smoker trying to insulate it mm-hmm. i've got a whole bunch of packing blankets that i would put packing blankets over um they melt
0: oh i didn't know that yeah see that's what i was gonna try
1: yeah that's good pack, to know. packing blankets melt um spencer actually has one of my old grills that he bought for me mm-hmm. and it's got a wonderful chevron pattern on it mmm From where a packing blanket melted to it. Really? (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh. See, I've thought about trying to use blankets and stuff. I never have because I figured it wouldn't work. And now I know. Now I know why. But
1: a a welding blanket doesn't do that. You can go down to Harbor Freight or, you know, whatever your value tool store is. Mm -hmm. You can buy them for like 20 bucks most of the time. You just, you only need like a four by six one. Mm -hmm. And you just throw it over the top. Mm -hmm. And it's bonkers how like how big of a difference it makes yeah so on a pellet grill you know i was going through you know two whole hoppers of pellets and then i started using a packing blanket and i was like a third yeah you know, or i guess two thirds of a of a hopper
0: really instead of two mm-hmm. like mm.
1: it was a massive savings uh-huh. See, to make it more efficient.
0: You told me that, and I've been, this was before I even had a um, a pellet grill, but I use my drum, and mm-hmm. that drum metal is so thin. I mean, yeah. trying to weld it, you'll burn a hole right through it so easy. And so it's not very, you know, it's not overly insulating. So you throw one of those blankets around there, and I noticed a huge difference just in consistency, yeah. in the ability to keep the temperature up, and yeah, it was phenomenal.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's my number one recommendation mm-hmm. is insulate.
0: I like that. So <clears throat> what do you think about, uh, what if it's raining or snowing?
1: Um, you, with the pellet grill, like bring it on. Like that's fine. Yeah, that's like, true. You, you may burn more, you may burn more pellets, mm-hmm. um, Snow can also be an insulator, yeah like as crazy as that seems that's true um it can help protect from wind and stuff, but like an igloo yeah Um. but you've probably got the best experience with like live fire i I haven't done a lot of live fire in in precipitation
0: well, I have made some stupid mistakes, but I've learned some things but I used to i remember one Thanksgiving I was doing the turkey first turkey I'd ever done and I was Kind of freaking out about it because I was the turkey for Thanksgiving for my wife's family. Um, and so, and I just had my drum. I didn't have any other smokers. And it was pouring rain or snowing really heavy. Like I could not be out there with my drum trying to make it work because I made my drum. And so I knew how leaky it would be and stuff. <laughs> so I actually opened my garage, open, keyword open, and brought it in just a little bit. And I I left it in there so it would stay dry. Um, now I would not highly recommend this method because I've seen many people, even locally, who've just burned their house down. Yeah, I was trying to say, smoke things in their garage. This
1: is this is not something we would condone yeah. doing. This
0: is not. I would like I say I've made a lot of mistakes. I didn't have any issues, but um, <clears throat> I. Uh, when I was going to do my competition, it was going to rain that day. And so I was trying to look this up along a lot. And I actually learned a lot of things. Like, if you can just put like a little easy up or what do you mm-hmm. call them? A little canopy. Yeah, just like keep the rain or 10 snow off up. them. Yeah. Then it, I mean, that works phenomenally. And that's what I do now. And it works great. I also, airflow's a big deal. Yeah. And when it's raining or snowing or there's weather or just wind, like, especially if you're trying to use charcoal or a live fire, you're going to have some serious temperature spikes. And so one thing I read, and I, I honestly, full disclosure, I haven't tried it yet because I really haven't been in a terrible wind situation yet. But one guy just said, get a box fan and just blow it into your grill just to kind of minimize the temperature spikes and the up and down just to keep a consistent breeze going through there instead of, Wind and the shifting directions and everything. So huh. I thought that was kind of interesting. That also helps because, I mean, even on a non-windy day, when the breeze shifts, you can get some backdraft in your offset or whatever, yeah. and it can be a kind of a mess. But having that consistent airflow going in that direction.
1: It makes sense. Yeah. That's what the induction fan on a pellet grill does. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. It's the same, same idea. So yeah. anyway.
1: I like that idea.
0: I guess okay. that kind of makes it not you know, a primitive offset because you're plugging in a fan and blowing it over it. But, Oh, well, yeah.
1: I've seen the other thing that I've seen, and this is like big time money. Like you're retired. Your wife is happy and she can't really (laughs) tell you no anymore because you're that old. Nice. Um, I've seen where people have like put big exhaust hoods in their garage Oh. And that's the one time where I think it would be okay to, like, cook in your garage. Yeah. Like, because huh. you have something sucking all the, like, all the smoke, all the carbon carbon dioxide, like, or carbon monoxide, rather, mm-hmm. um, pulling all of that out of the room.
0: Interesting. Yeah. And they put that in their garage, huh?
1: hmm So they cook under those. I mean, I've seen some people do it where they just, like, use a dryer exhaust vent, and they put that over the chimney on their on their smoker. Oh. I think there's a lot of challenges with doing that. I mean, changing yeah. in a changing lot of the ways, the length of your smoke tubes is going to do a lot of things to yeah. your, to, to the airflow. And yeah, the, the dynamics, sure. but I kind of want like, I kind of want to put a big hood in my garage. Dude.
0: I want Malcolm Reed <laughs> just built a new smoke house and he has this massive exhaust vent mm-hmm. and he does all of this filming and stuff in there. So you don't have to worry about weather or lighting and, it looks awesome one day I want an outdoor kitchen where I can just put one of those in there and wall it off if I need to or whatever it looks pretty awesome. I'm trying
1: to decide like I am not at the the like fully funded totally out of the the like dog pound potential <laughs> of like getting locked up, yeah phase of life. <laughs> But where I've got a business and it's around barbecue, like Hmm. I almost think I might be able to get away with it with Haley.
0: Oh yeah, there you go.
1: I don't know if I can or not. Do
0: it, dude. Let people come tour it. You'd sell more pellets.
1: I can just like imagine the look. Like even her listening to this, like I can already hear what she's gonna say.
0: You can hear her eyes rolling and. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but like, I love. She's. Haley is literally the best person on earth and no one can argue that with me Yeah, because she would roll her eyes and fine. (laughs) See, Whitney is also the best person
0: on earth because she would roll her eyes and be like, Mike, we can't afford that. (laughs) And be like, yeah, you're right.
1: But it's a write off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well,
1: we're all about write-offs. At Absolutely, the
0: House. you just you write it off. Yeah. <laughs> Who writes it off? You just nobody. You just
1: write you it just off. Write it off. <laughs> uh, oh. if only, if only it was that simple. Indeed, I know. For those of you that filed an extension, October sixteenth is coming up. Don't forget to get your taxes filed.
0: I do mine in January.
1: I normally do, but. Anyways.
0: I have a very consistent and predictable income, so it's really easy to file my taxes. So,
1: yeah.
0: Plus, I work for the government, so basically I don't have to pay taxes. They're just like, oh, you're a teacher, so you don't have any taxes.
1: That'd be nice. That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> That's not true, everybody. Okay, you don't need to call anybody. <laughs> that is <laughs> not true.
1: <clears throat> All right, well. Yeah. Until next time, (laughs) (laughs) he's Mike, (laughs) he's John, (laughs) and we're Fat Guys with Smokers. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of bad guys with smokers. Don't forget to
0: like, subscribe.